This is the Music Weekly. You're on the Music Weekly with Jackson, and I have a very special guest with me on the line right now. I have Remy with me. How's it going, Remy? It is going well, Jackson. How are you doing? I'm going good. You released your single Brain just recently. Tell us about the themes on the single. Oh, the themes on the single? Um, I guess it's like really basic, man. It's just like a song for my girl, you know, and just like talking about everything that she is to me and everything that we experience together. Um, which is like strangely just not that common in hip hop. <laughs> I think it sounds like a little bit, um, I don't know, it just sounds different to anything that's kind of been going on just because we really just can't. That real with that feeling is always in the rap category. Um, yeah, and I guess you're, you're quite familiar with the themes uh, of love. Um, in the lead up to the video online launching, you did seven days of lovemaking uh, across your socials. Tell us about that little series. It's fantastic. Um, I just, I just want to make people happy and love. <laughs> I wanted the people to be confused as well. Um, so decided to you know, the botanical gardens and shoot seven episodes of ridiculousness in like three hours and just put them out um, with no kind of warning, which is cool because no one knew what was going on. You know what I mean? Like they didn't know it was promo for a song. They didn't know anything. Um, and that kind of made it more effective to me because I'm talking about, um, for those who don't know, um, the premise. I was basically doing a playlist of seven days of love making and um, telling people about songs that I love to make love to, you know. Um, but I'm also then I got to put songs that more people know about, or, like my people about some songs they may have forgotten about. That was cool to me, you know what I mean? Because it's like you get to add some education to the fun as well. Yeah, and um, it certainly was a mixed bag of emotions, Remy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about some of your emotions. Um, oh, look, there was there was confusion, um, but there was also comfort in there as well, Remy. Hey, that's the first time I've heard comfort. <laughs> hey. Now you teamed up with Laurie uh, for Brain. Uh, do you want to tell us how that collab came about? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Laurie's just one of my one of my favorite people. We've been friends for a long time, um, and I don't know. She's just such a talented artist. She's been around for a long time. For those who don't know about it, I'm kind of not surprised because she's very under the radar. Um, but if you're a fan of Hayden Coyote, you would have seen her seen backups um, pretty much since the start of the band. Um, if you love Theo Parrish, you may have heard of um, one of his new drop, The Sweeping Dog. She's a member of Mandarin Dreams, which is like a local collective um, of incredible musicians, including people like um, Sarah J, um, who just produced all of Sampa's um, album, The Return, a majority of that. Um, Kuzi, um, Yannick, Dufresne, just like, crazy like she's just uh, an incredible artist who's been aligned with incredible music for a long time whether she's making it herself or she's pushing it and putting it out um and as for her involvement on brain like she just did what she always does you know just play her song she gets herself into the music um in a way that 
but you know, only a great can do. And um, she gives us what she what she feels, and that's um, that's why I always call her to do music. I always hit her up in some capacity because I know she's one of those people that you just throw the alley oop and shoot dunk it. This is how it is, you know. That's a good analogy for it. Uh, can you tell us about some of the other collaborations that you have done, for example, with uh, Hussein and also Sampa the Great? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, again, it's all pretty, they're all pretty similar stories, man. Like, there's no, yeah, it was all organic. That's just how it was. Sampa, we became close with uh, ever since, like, a second gig, like, um, I can't even remember what year it was. But it was at a Northside record, and then from there we became cool. I mean, like I mean, everybody still had that eventuality. Everybody eventuated into like good, eventuated into flowers on her, um, birds and peanuts. It eventuated us going on tour together. So it's like really like mad organic. That's what we're saying. Like me and that brother lived in the same house. You know what I mean? Like we've lived together for the last two years, um, and just hanging out. So him singing on the song is just like, <laughs> that's what we do, you know what I mean? And like, um, it's just so beautiful that these people that um, I'm lucky enough to call friends, sometimes family, you know, are as talented as they are. So it's really like, yeah, there's no smoke and mirrors. Like pretty much anybody that you hear us collaborate with is a personal connection to because, I don't know, the... The older I get, the more I realize that it's like it's not about cloud or what someone can do or where someone's at in their career. For me, at least, it's about like the kind of music that you create, the kind of person that you are. Um, because like all all of that stuff is is fake. You know what I mean? Like it's it's got nothing to do with um, the person that creates the music. Um, and so that's that's really it. That's that's where it's at. So I'm just the less right now takes over the world but when people want them to sing that we always knew that was going to happen um, and when we hear like who's saying all over uh, the return all over our upcoming record it's like again like when I heard his voice I was like this guy is so special you know um, and then Laurie's the same thing so you know ask me about anything ask me the same thing you know <laughs> and my friends and they going to blow up like because they're too talented that's and um, is Hussein as talented as a housemate as he is as a collaborator? Look, man, I'm not going to get into snitching on anybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if, if we're if we're still cool after being in a house together, I think that's enough. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, um, that's the the share house rule. We'll talk to people properly. Have proper conversations after you've been living together. I mean, kind of been that bad. So I saw you live a long while ago. Has your mm. live set changed since? I would assume this will be about. I think it was at Splendor in the Grass. I think twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. I think it was when I mm. saw you. Yeah. Wow. That's um. That's some time. That's some time. I mean, I guess it kind of has to. It has to have changed. You know. Um, the, I don't know, the music itself, like how much I've grown, 
we roll with now, like, yeah, it's, it's definitely eventuated and evolved into new things, you know, and I will always do that because um, as long as we're growing creatively, like, the show has to, has to um, change, you know, and we do have, like, different forms of the show as well. Like, we have our, um, we have our, like, um, I'm trying to think of the perfect word. I, I can't think of it, but, like, our small unit, I knew I had the right word, but I couldn't find it. But we have, like, our tight unit, tight unit, which is, like, myself, Sensible J on the drums and beats, um, and Emphy Jones um, doing a hype man duties. And then we have, like, our more, like, advanced battle plan, which is when we're going with our band as well. So that really just depends on where we are, what we're doing, how we're doing it. Um, when we're on this tour, for example, it's just a tight-knit crew. But that makes sense because we don't really need the band to do what we're doing at the moment. The band is to kind of just like, I don't know, embellish the show or take it into different ways, like talking about doing stuff for like Jazz Fest, for example, or doing stuff like when we were at Blues Fest, you know, just being able to kind of take the hip hop to all the different realms that it's actually from. You know what I mean? Like what's going on when we got to go down those routes. Um, but yeah, it really just depends on how we feel on a certain day. Because sometimes we feel like raw, hard, eating it from straight out of the system. Um, and sometimes we feel like, you know, taking it to a bit more of a floaty place or a bit more of a funky place. So yeah, this show has changed a lot. Um, but at the same time, you still get the same feeling. Like I'm always trying to achieve the same thing with our show, which is really just make people leave and feel like full. You know what I mean? Like a, a well-rounded yeah. show, make people dance, make people get down, maybe learn something, maybe hear something new, all of that. And how do you think your Sydney show at the Lansdowne will go? Exactly like that. Yep, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want to hear. Straight up, man. That's how it's going to be. Last time we were in Sydney, then we was at the Lansdowne as well, I'm so lucky the amount of people that we have come down. You know, we have like really, really beautiful fans, man. Like, I can't explain it. We have really, really amazing fans and people that are like just respectful um, and love music and show love to each other. You know what I mean? Like, I had a conversation with a fan like last week at our Melbourne show, and she was like a really, really um, short woman. You know what I mean? She was very short. She was a very small person. And um, she was talking about how she had, like, incredible anxiety before coming to the show. And I could see why, you know what I mean? There was, like, 750 people there. I know I've been to gigs where it's like, I enjoy myself because I enjoy the music. And there's other times where I went wild, and that's why. But especially when, like, you know, you're not a big person, that can be super intimidating. Um, but she was like, you know, I had, like, one of the best nights I've ever had. Um, and I really enjoyed it myself. And that was, to me, like, way more of a sign of the audience than it was to do with me. You know what I mean? The fact that we have people around her where she felt supported, where she didn't feel like she was going to get hurt or anything like that. And that shit does not happen. You know what I mean? Like, it does not happen. So we're just glad that we have people that respect and show love to each other and love to our music and support us. So that's a sustainable way of living. So I've heard you were made an ambassador for the Melbourne International Film Festival. Uh, how did that all come about? 
Man, honestly, I cannot tell you. I have no idea what they were. <laughs> maybe they just like, I don't know, maybe they were doing some data mining and they realized how much I'm on Netflix. I don't know. <laughs> that's like, that's, that's all I can, like, they just hit me up and I was so happy doing it with sick, you know, sick being able to be at, like, I don't know, probably one of the most powerful premieres I've ever been to, like, watching the Australian dream, um, the good um, and, like, with 5,000 people in the theatre, like, just craziness, you know what I mean, being offered that opportunity. Um, and, yeah, just, like, being able to, like, ride around talking about movies for a couple of days before we went to the UK. Um, and then they gave me, like, bottles of champagne and shit afterwards. It was crazy. I don't even drink champagne. I was like, all right, thank you so much. Like... Thank you for that. So yeah, that was tight though. <laughs> I mean, your your music videos are incredibly well produced, I have to say. So perhaps maybe that had something to do with it as well. I don't know. I mean, that was, to be fair, like, Moza, um, or um, Charity, who has, um, what's it called, who's shot our last two clips. It's actually been filmed, shown at the Melbourne International Film Festival before. But we actually got, like offered that before they even saw those clips. So, yeah. I mean, that I don't know. Again, that's what I'm saying. That's probably just the data mining, you know? Yeah. Got to be that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Remy, for chatting to us today. It's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, we look forward to seeing you at the Lansdowne. Thank you so much. I'll see you there. Come down. Enjoy yourself. All right, Remy, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much for your time. Anytime. You too. It is 40 degrees Celsius inside my residence. Next to me, you'll receive because you've been.